Welcome to the VO School podcast. Each episode is devoted to a different facet of the voiceover industry, building your knowledge towards a comprehensive understanding of the art, craft, and business of voiceover. We are joined by some of the industry's biggest and most successful players who share their journey and the secrets to their success. Hello everyone, this is Jamie. Uh, apologies if I don't sound on top form today, I've got a bit of a cold, so uh, my voice sounds a little odd. This is something a little different, something that I've never actually done before, but I feel compelled to do it. And I'm going to basically have a little rant, <laughs> so that should be fun for you. <laughs> um, I want to declare war on misinformation. It's something that is really the scourge of our industry, and it is a big motivation for why I started the podcast in the first place. There is a lot of information out there about, um, pertaining to our industry, how to start in voiceover, what you need to do to make six figures, blah, blah, blah. Now, way back in an early episode of the podcast where we had Paul Strickvoder and Eric Shepard, we talked about tips to avoid predators. And that's a very, very apt description of a lot of the practices that go on. They're very predatorial. But there are less cynical practices that happen from well-meaning people who offer advice that they think is correct that actually does great harm. So I want to run through a few examples of these today and how you can possibly avoid these practices too. I very much do separate these things in my mind from people who mean well, who give advice, and people who are just looking to exploit people. They're very different, but they can actually have very similar effects. Um, if you're being exploited, of course, maybe you're handing over money and, you know, that makes the situation even worse. <laughs> but, you know, receiving bad advice and then taking action and, and then harming your career also costs you money. Um, even if that advice was given with uh, the best will in the world. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that today. Now, with social media, there are a sea of opinions on any given subject. Go onto any of the Facebook groups and ask, which microphone should I buy? And you'll receive tens, possibly hundreds of replies, all with contradictory feedback. Now, the answer to that question, as with many questions in voiceover, is that it's impossible to answer the question without a whole host of other questions that need to be asked. Because your voice may sound good on one and not on another, and it depends on the room that you're in, it depends on the timbre of your voice, and so many different characteristics, how you're using it, what genre you're recording, um, so many, an infinitesimal amount of variables, quite frankly, that no one can account for when giving that answer. So, as with many answers in voiceover, there is no definitive answer. So that's a perfect illustration of why well-meaning advice can send you off in a completely different and incorrect direction. You know, particularly if someone says to you, buy this $700, $800 mic and that'll be the mic that'll see you through and make you a ton of money. And if you're at the start of your career, the microphone that you're using is really not going to make any difference, any realistic difference into your, in your booking ratio. Um, so that was just an example of the kind of advice that you hear and see all the time on social media. So I would take every piece of advice with a grain of salt and 
research the people that are giving you this advice. Because generally, the people that know what they're talking about, unfortunately, avoid those kind of questions, avoid those giving those kind of answers, like the plague. Because you're just another one of those people in a sea of answers saying, oh, you should buy a TLM-103, you should buy a 416, you should buy a U87. And then someone else says, well, a microphone is really individual to every person and you don't need to spend a lot of money when you start out. Who's to say who's right in that list of answers that are in the same forum, you know? So really, it isn't a numbers game. If a load of people give you the advice that say you should buy a U87, that doesn't make that answer right. That just means that a lot of people have been fed the same information. And that's not just to do with technology. That's to do with business practice. That's to do with the skill and craft of acting. The reason why I have oftentimes two people on every episode is that I try and get a variation of opinions. You know, take the commercial episode, for example. We had Roger and Alison on, and they had extremely different paths into this industry, but are both killing it as commercial voice actors. Alison really studied the craft and continues to work with many, many voice coaches, and this is how she books all the jobs that she does. Roger takes a much more natural, I am me, I'm the personality that people are buying. A coach isn't really going to change that. So those are two extremely polar opposite approaches to the industry but they both work because roger and allison are very different people and that is the case for every person in this industry every person has a different life situation they have different voice qualities they live in different places they want to do certain genres and don't want to do other genres they have certain stamina restrictions they might have a parent that they're looking after or young kids the variables are endless why certain things will apply to one person and not to another. So yes, the podcast was me trying to fight back and present a platform where a variation of opinions can present themselves and they're all vetted by me, whatever that means, whatever that's worth, (laughs) as being valuable opinions. And like I say, a lot of people online with the best will in the world give opinions, they've just regurgitated something that they've heard and applied it maybe misapplied it in certain scenarios, but applied it as gospel when there are very few gospel facts in this industry. Yes, don't be rude to your director. Yes, show up on time. There are some things that are universal truths that absolutely you should always apply. You know, don't chew gum while you're doing voiceover. But aside from the obvious things like that, there are so many rules that apply a lot of the time, but then would be completely inappropriate some other time. Unfortunately, it's a long process learning this industry. I've been doing it 10 years and I'm constantly learning new things. Doing this podcast has been fascinating because I've learned a whole ton of stuff myself, you know, even having worked in a lot of different areas of this industry. So be like a sponge and absorb a lot of information, but be very careful where you get that information from. And, you know, you can take in information that may not apply to you right now, but it may apply in a few years time or you may be able to go well if that applies to that person if I did something that was different maybe that would differentiate myself so you know there you can learn from information that doesn't apply to you just so long as you're aware (laughs) that it doesn't apply to you and you can sift through that information for the little golden nuggets that will help you in your career 
Now, another thing is people who have been successful in the industry in the past applying the rules of the past to the present day. Now, we are all aware that the modern world is constantly changing and voiceover is no exception. In fact, it's a perfect crystallization of that because fashions in advertising, in performance and drama and, you know, um, video game, for example, is much more dramatic now than it was a few years ago, where it was a little bit more cartoony. These things are constantly evolving. So whereas information from someone who was successful in the past may just be old-fashioned and out of date now, and they may not be aware. Part of why sometimes people who were successful in the past go into coaching is because their work has dried up. Now, that should be a big red flag. <laughs> you know, their work has dried up, so clearly they're not, they're not working in the modern era, and the knowledge that they have is not as relevant anymore. So let's now move on to people who are much more cynical in their approach to giving information. And these people are wanting to coach new people, wanting to sell services and trainings and webinars and blah, 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 whatever you want to call it, to new people who don't necessarily know any better and who can't necessarily differentiate between the legit people who are busy and successful and the people who are just looking to make a quick buck. Now, I should add an addendum to this, that you don't have to be a voice actor to be a voice coach. There are a number of fantastic coaches who have come to this from different areas of the industry, from the other side of the glass, and they have a fantastic perspective. So don't instantly discount someone if they've not necessarily been a voice actor themselves, um, because that doesn't disqualify them as a, being a great coach. Okay, I just wanted to add that in there as, as a side note. But let's talk about the more predatory folks out there looking to exploit people. Now, one thing that I've heard a number of times, and I went to a podcasting conference a little while ago, I want to talk about funnels. In the business world, and business being selling training to people online, a funnel is a method for enticing people with something free and then funneling them to a paid service or a paid project or a paid product, should I say. Often, they'll start out by saying, hey, here's a, a blog on how to do XYZ. Here's a blog on how to break into the, I don't know, documentary narration market. Okay, here's a free bit of content. I'm doing a free webinar. All I need is your email address and meet me here on Thursday on Zoom. And this is our session and you'll just get a ton of free information. And I just want you guys to succeed. Okay, so that can lead to a, fr a free webinar can lead to I'm going to give you a, f a quick 10 minute consultation. Okay, and then they're really starting to snag you at that point, And you've got all this pretty much boilerplate information that is out there anyway, um, that they've put together. And then they send you to uh, another place where you fill in some answers to questions, and then you get this one-on-one -on -one consultation. And then they're just basically wrapping you up like a spider does with a fly, and just getting you in their system. So then they can butter you up to hit you with the, and now take my 10-week course for 495 or whatever whatever it is. And 20 people sign up to that, they've made 10 grand. So there are less elaborate scams as well. They can literally just be selling coaching services. 
There's a ton of free information out there. My podcast, for example, <laughs> Dave Corvassier's blog, Paul Strickverder's blog, George and Dan over at VOBS, uh, VO Buzz. There's tons of free information out there. And frankly, anyone who can just collate that information and create a course can be quote unquote expert and sell themselves as, as, a, as a coach. So research who is giving you the advice. The people that know what they're talking about are widely known in this industry. How do you research? Well, the first thing you do is go to their website and see what projects they've worked on. You know, if they've been on a Subaru commercial in 1993, and that's the, the thing they've got right up front in their website, that's not a good sign. I mean, if they don't have any, any projects that they've worked on on their website, that's an even worse sign. So they should have reached a level where they can legitimately claim that they know this industry and have worked in this industry extensively and have relevant knowledge of that genre of the industry. And that's the other thing. No one knows everything about every genre, because as was said in a previous episode of this podcast, this industry is made up of many, many industries. The promo industry is very different from the commercial and the video game and the animation and the audiobook world and the uh, corporate narration. These are very, very different genres that require different business approaches, different performance approaches, may require you to go in studios versus have a home studio, work with agents or find work yourself. This couldn't be any more different. <laughs> like an audiobook to an animation session, they seem like they would be similar, but they're very different, extremely different. So... Coaches need to have an area of speciality. You know, they have to have some experience, very specific niche experience to be able to teach one thing. Maybe if you're just starting out and a coach is particularly versatile, they can give you a basic grounding in the industry as a whole. But very soon you're going to outgrow that coach and depending on what where you live, your voice style, your age, your responsibilities, your this, that and the other you're going to start to find that, you know, certain genres are open to you and certain ones you probably won't book in. So then you're going to have to specialize. And so if then you want to find, for example, a promo teacher who knows promo, then you start asking around. And that, I think, is one of the best ways. Google is helpful to get some names, but this is where asking people who are respected in the industry for advice, this will get you to a coach who is legitimate and who knows what they're talking about. Just asking in a forum online and getting a million different answers. You know, maybe there'll be some consistencies there. You'll start to see this name crop up repeatedly and, and go, okay, maybe I should check her out or him out. But I would lurk on these boards for a while, notice the people that know what they're talking about, notice the people, and then chase them up. Go and look them up. Look them up on Google and see if they're legitimate, see if they've been in the industry for a while, and will know who to recommend. You know, it takes a bit of work, takes a bit of groundwork, but that extra few hours of research will pay you back tenfold, twentyfold, in future income, because you're getting great advice. Okay, so I've ranted for long enough. I hope that was helpful. It's just that I've seen so many examples recently of people being given really poor advice, and the people who were asking the questions, just taking it all in, which is, you know, admirable. You want to be like a sponge with information, but not if it's 90% poor information. You're just going to be flailing and you're going to get a year or two down the line and 
it's a lot harder to fix mistakes than it is to set you up on the right path. You know, particularly in this industry where you can get yourself on do not hire lists and you can make bad impressions. So I would say spend the time to find the right person for you who knows the industry that you will work in and who wants to hear about your life and your unique characteristics. This is a collaboration between you and your coach and is customized for you. This isn't just boilerplate information. It's customized for you and how you can get from point A to point B in the most expedient and best possible way to enhance your career as much as it can be. Okay, so a rambly rant all over the map, but I thought that it was important. So I hope that's helpful. Thank you.